Jafada Productions presents, in conclusion, we digress. The best hour of your life, you'll never get back. Hello, and welcome to episode three. We're back doing this all over again. And with me, as always, is the Goon Squad, starting with our good friend Carl, coming from Hoboken. Carl, what's up tonight, man? We're doing good over here. How's everyone else doing? Living our best life, man. Living our best life. We also have Tom joining us from Long Island again. Tom, what's going on, man? Howdy, fellers. I'm feeling great today. I played some uh, Dance Dance Revolution today for the first time in, uh, you know, forever. And uh, I actually got a nice, beautiful sweat in, and now I'm just uh, pretty much wrecking it with a nice glass of tequila. So Nice. You uh, going the mezcal per use? Or... Per use, yeah. A little, little orange slice. So I'm doing just dandy. Nice, get that little uh, citrusy vibe. I like that. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> glad to hear things are good, Tom. And uh, last but not least, we certainly have our boys from the Upper East Side. We have Pat, Kyle, and Mike. Gents, how are things in this big city? Yeah, Wet, damp, and miserable. Worse now that you said that, Pat, actually, now that you asked him. <laughs> worse, worse since he said that. Mike, uh, I'm sure you'll agree with me. Yeah, I agree. Well, obviously glad to be with all you guys again. Um, hey, I didn't get to my introduction. What's your introduction? You, I, gave, I, was, I literally, what I did was I, I threw the ball up in the air. And what you're supposed to do when I do that is do your fucking introduction. I was too busy listening to Pat go through a fucking tunnel or whatever he's doing. <laughs> no, I wanted to just congratulate Kim Yo Jong for becoming the leader of the Fire Nation. Um, I know that her work <laughs> is going to be excellent. Um, really, good luck. Really great A dictatorship we're looking forward yeah. to out of this one. Is it still a dictator? Now that because she's a okay. fuck else you're gonna call it. The chick tater. The chick tater. I like chick tater. The chick tater. It's nice of you. Pass along some well wishes to that friendly nation. Good to be here again. Like I said, with all you guys, uh, looking forward to getting into our discussion today. So thank you to all of you. If you've listened before, really happy to have you back. And again, if you're new here, uh, happy to have you guys as well. Looking forward to having Welcome. you guys come on this journey with us and continue through these wonderful conversations we're going to try and have as often as we can. So I think we're going to start today picking up kind of similar to where we left off on our previous episode, sticking with kind of the overarching theme of life in quarantine. We wanted to discuss how all of us on the podcast are managing dating and maintaining relationships with people throughout this process. So I'm sure everyone has, you know, different experiences. Everyone's at different points in their life on the podcast. So everyone's going to have very different perspectives on this topic. But definitely excited to dive in here and kind of hear from everybody on, on this topic. So with that said, let's jump into it and talk about what dating and having a relationship is like in quarantine. So who would like to get the conversation started? It looks like Mike is ready to do it. Uh, I think that it's more of just like a, this is an overarching public service announcement for people. Uh, if you are not aware, ass-eating season has been officially canceled by the city of New York. But specifically uh, by uh, Dr. Arxides Barbo. And the only reason yeah. I know her name is because she's on every other commercial on my Hulu. Oh, my God. It's the most monotoned commercial, too. Someone needs to give. Like, just find somebody. Like, let Al Roker do it or whoever else oh does God. the Long Island Railroad. This is a city oh, of yeah. unlimited celebrities. Ask one of them to do it from home. I'm sure they would be happy to. Use what the are the MTA doing? train couple? Oh, for the love of God. You've but already got I, their voices. So I'm looking at it right now. It's the New York City Health, Sex, and Coronavirus Disease 2019, open parenthetical COVID-19, 
close parenthetical. Is this this is the official. This is the official guidelines from New York City. It opens with this statement: "But can you have sex?" That's it. It opens. It just. It starts off like a philosophy novel. It sort of starts off like a teacher. Yeah, but can you have sex? We're gonna have a Socratic method version of sex ed. It's like the fucking teacher that's like. You're like, can I go to the bathroom? You're like, I don't know. Can you? Yeah, it goes high. What is this shit? But can you have sex? But can you have sex? (laughs) So I'm gonna direct us to item two. If and if you are looking at it, that item number two starts with "Have sex with people close to you." Pat, Kyle, (laughs) how's it going? You are your safest sex partner. (laughs) Masturbation will not spread COVID-19. Thank you. I can't give myself any more diseases. Uh, the next safest partner is someone you live with. Again, Pat, Kyle, how's it going? Don't act like you haven't. You don't hop in here every now and then. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I just knock on the wall. We do that. Uh, it's like that scene from Wedding Crashers when Rachel McAdams and uh, Owen Wilson just keep going to each other's doors in the middle of the night but never go in. That's oh, what Pat yeah. and I've been doing for the last oh, yeah. seven. And then years. you have. The, and then you actually, I think our relationship's more like that weird brother um, who creeps into the room and. <laughs> Um, and then gives me a painting. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't paint though. Uh, so you keep going through. It tells you like your ascending list of people, uh, especially highlighting the fact that if you make money from having sex, i.e., you're a prostitute, you should you know file for unemployment. But item number no, three it tells you, you have a functioning you, webcam. Yeah, I mean you can. Oh, you know, I sign up for my OnlyFans or buy some of Carl's feet pics. Uh, <laughs> not again. Still working on that. <laughs> yeah, let's not business. That's good. Specializing in micro photography of the toes. And his nail beds. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Carl specializes in a lot of micro photography. Chill. <laughs> Damn, roasting me hard. <laughs> like, so back back to the guide. That was a layout. Curious to where you're going with this. That was, well, it. was only so, so long. Bro. From half court, Mike. <laughs> I, I want. I want to wrap this all up. I want to tie a, a neat little bow on this, uh, and I want to bring us to item three, which is the take care during sex portion. These outlines are like high school note taking outlines, so bear with me here. It gives you sort of a an order of things you shouldn't do while having sex. So first and foremost, obviously, kissing is the easiest way to spread. COVID-19, so this is a perfect excuse to, I don't know, not make out during sex. The second item, though, is rimming. Open parenthetical. Mouth on anus. Close parenthetical. Might spread COVID-19. Virus in feces may enter your mouth. Spread something else, too. In the words of Bill de Blasio or Oxides Barbo, stop eating ass, millennials. Uh, uh, Thank you for coming for my TED Talk, okay? Uh, hashtag ass eating season is canceled yes new york city canceled ass eating season like i I, the fact that that's even an issue 10 years ago it just skips to the next line where it talks about using condoms which that's a uh, yeah well especially in your line of work kyle uh so yeah that that was what my whole thing was i just want to make sure that everyone out there knows that ass eating season has been canceled and that the person next to you is your safest sex partner i'll see you in about an hour pat I'm so happy I'm listening well, from you idiots. Oh, you oh, take you a little bit more effort. Like he, these walls are thin, but don't worry. Oh, that well, just, they are. <laughs>
for context for listeners, Mike and Pat literally live maybe a social distance length away from each other. So it's a very short walk for the two of them. So Mike and uh, Pat live a Jurgen squared away from each other. <laughs> 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 so uh, you guys will be having some fun later. That, that's exciting to hear. Good for you. Just uh, just unscrew your doorknob tonight, Pat. Yo, oh, the kids are no, 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 I don't know. No, no, why? Ew. I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty on there. I don't think I'll. I don't think I can. I'm surprised they don't tell you to like put on a mask or something when you're uh, about to bang one out. Well, I think it's a well dental dams. That's what that's for, isn't it? I don't know. I actually are those actually a thing? Do people they use those? For... They used to give them out in my college, but no one took them, so there was always a shitload in the bucket. <laughs> they did that no! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What dental dance? Why are they giving them out at your college? We have a state school. Yeah, yeah, they give out condoms at my college. They have bowls of them at um the bottom of every building. Yikes! That's 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 because you guys went to a Catholic college. Yeah, the Catholic schools were like, "Don't do it." Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm -hmm. Like, what if you're doing helping us? Do it in the butt. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Poop hole, loophole. Yeah. Carl went to a state college. STDs are basically the secondary mascot for all state colleges. I was, was going to say, there's a definitely. You know, Carl was slapping about 10 dental dams in his wallet every night. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words for that. <laughs> they put the dental dams and the tampons in the same bowl. Did you just grab them all at once? <laughs> Jesus, man. Like a Halloween goodie bag. <laughs> There's a little it's, side a it's, like, it's like reaching in for Halloween candy. You just pick out what you want. Yeah. Okay. There, I was take just one. In, I was just in New Orleans, and there was this the gay bar, and they had this giant bowl of condoms, and they were colored and flavored by color. Yeah, they have those. But here's the thing: Why do we need flavored condoms? That's a dating question. If there's ever been one. There's OCD gays. You want to um, suck some plastic? <laughs> you want to suck some plastic flavored banana that's on a dick, apparently, or eggplant uh, for, flavored? We could go with the emoji spectrum. Well, I think I think you're I totally the obvious fact that one in four people have taste buds on their genitalia. That's bullshit. Pat, you now have you're, you're getting just ever so close to that third strike. But also, do those flavored condoms come with a choking hazard? warning on the package not wait yours. wait no that's a good fucking point there you go folks because they definitely I, don't. don't someone's don't. about to become rich after hearing that <laughs> don't, but i mean god forbid i don't know during this condom deep dive i do have to like this brings me back to the weirdest experience i've ever had with carl and trust me i've had a lot of weird experiences with carl but there was a moment so i for a lot of you obviously we're guys like you have a moment with your uh like, you know, where your dad, like, buys you a pack of condoms or something, and it's, like, practice, save sex, or whatever. It's just, like, birds and the bees talk. I had a moment like that with Carl. Uh, I think it was sophomore year, junior, uh, freshman or sophomore year, and I just remember having a moment with Carl where he gave me a, a handful of lambskin condoms, <laughs> like, some to me and some to Pat, and there was, there was that dad moment where your dad's, like, you know, these are yours now, like... <laughs> I felt I felt like I was I felt like I was Superman and he was Jor El and we were in the ice castle and he was passing along the, <laughs> of the universe. I don't think we actually ever used them. I think what we ended up doing with them was we got in a, an argument with our roommate 
and him likewise with us, and we just started wrapping each other's shit in condoms, like calculators. I remember the <laughs> which is really terrible yeah. because I had a lube calculator for about six months. Yeah, it never worked. Yeah. <laughs> lube doesn't you come on all your fucking tests, dude. The <laughs> slippery keys. Oh, it's six. Damn it. Oh, fuck. That was four. It would, it would just automatically hit the number six, nine every, every time. Every time. It was really weird. It would just keep doing 69 plus 69 all day. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to talk to those that are shacking up with their lady friends, though. I'm going to say just it's, it's happening all the time. Is it? Or do you shit too much and it's finally become a turnoff now that you're home all the time? Like, was, that, was that a backhanded comment? At <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be it. Yeah, it would be to you guys. I think it was, it was pretty open hand. Well, let's start out with the poop conversation, okay? Since you brought <laughs> those gluten poops. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you know me, you're going to know that I, I poop a lot. And I do damage, too. So I'm pretty upfront. It's like, hey, you know, this is how it's going to be. You either like it or you leave it. I don't want to talk about poop, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, living with my girlfriend, just the hardest part so far being quarantined together is finding out um, when to shower, when to eat, like just figuring out each other's schedules, working from home, because obviously it changed from how uh, we were doing things when we had to commute. Then it did line up better, but just figuring out when to plan everything out has been quite a challenge, especially that's with very, my weak stomach. That's a very mature view on this. I, that's Definitely. interesting, though, because I never would have thought about that. Like planning when shit is just because the three of us are kind of in the same room and always kind of doing the same thing. So right. that we think, huh? Yeah, we're synced up. I actually have a very important question. Carl and Tom are currently with their girlfriends in quarantine. Mike, you also have a girlfriend, but obviously you guys are doing more long distance. But I'm I'm really curious for all of you guys. How are you guys? For Mike, I guess especially start with you. But how you guys found that you guys are like running out of things to talk about like i feel like when you're with someone all day there's only so much you can really talk about in real life you're gone all day at work and then you have the ability to kind of wrap things up and, and kind of catch up at the end of the day so i'm curious kind of how that situation works for each of you um i guess yeah i mean i'm super uh long distance my girlfriend lives in another state uh so now that we, we don't we actually see each other pretty frequently when you know there's not a pandemic going on but when yeah the like, world isn't ending yeah but you know so it's definitely been a little weird the first couple of weeks isn't that bad you you text a lot you facetime or you call a lot but yeah it's been a while i think we've been in quarantine for like 40 days now so you can definitely tell that the conversation tends to like get a little bit stale and there's a i don't know you you start digging up shit that too that happens so all I'm saying for people out there that are in long distance relationships, this is a very good time, like very advantageous time for you to talk about shit, especially like important shit too, because like you're running out of things to talk about. Stop pussing, stop pussyfooting around the important issues. Yes. Tell me so, you wanna, yeah. Anyone want to comment on, on that either? I'm, I'm actually genuinely curious about how that's kind of working. Cause I'm, you know, I'm just talking to like my family on the regs. I'm curious talking to like just the same person all day like i wonder how that that's going no i mean don't necessarily run out of things to talk about because there's just so i mean despite us being in one location together all the time there's so many different things like you know twitter facebook tiktok whatever i mean social media and then you could just you guys could just throw away the phones right for a little bit and 
talk about, you know, how your day was and stuff like that. I feel like find yourself like asking you know, the other one how your day is. You guys go down a rabbit hole like similar, you know, that we do, and it, it's just organic. Yeah, it's I tough because I find myself running out of things to talk about. For me, like uh, our th- our conversations don't really run that dry because now that we're home and in the same room working we could easily just turn our shoulder and say, hey, like, guess what just happened? Or actually talk about it while at, when we're in the office, we can't really be on our phones because of like uh, security purposes and dealing with sensitive uh, company material. So I feel like our conversations have been pretty stimulating. Yeah, it's a good time <laughs> to get to know the person, um, especially for Tom, who's in a bustling, uh, a bustling relationship. You just—that's uh, not the right word either. You tried twice and failed. Blossoming, blossoming. 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 <laughs> Mike, I just want How you to know that, that you failed. Failed <laughs> finding the word blossoming, blooming, blossoming, budding. There were budding. a lot of bees you could have chosen. You chose a word that isn't real. I know. Just. Just want to make sure that I'll, it I'll really was holy. The second strike yeah, okay. is mine. Yeah, it is. You're right. Thank yeah, you. Tom. I mean, you're in a. This is like a good chance, I guess, for you. You fuck it up to... again. You were gonna fuck it up again, and then you changed the sentence, weren't you? Oh, Pat. Pat has had three <laughs> strikes or two and a half strikes for the last three episodes. So you know what? <laughs> I get a little Pat, bit of a, a lead. Pat had like nine strikes that we boiled <laughs> down to two and a half. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, pretty much. I'm a good negotiator. What can I say? Ah, <laughs> the negotiator. <laughs> we watch a lot of Star Wars, also, for anyone who doesn't realize that by now. We want people to Back listen. To Tom's budding relationships. Losers. Yeah, Tom's bossoming relationship. <laughs> Bosoming. I mean, my bossing relationship has been awesome. We actually got a pet chameleon together, so we now That's have a big step. Child, and are raising it as uh, as the both of ours mutually, and just trying to teach her, you know, how to be a good lizard every day. How does what's, one? Do what's that? this? How, yeah, what What are the guidelines you follow to to make a, a lizard a good lizard? Just feed it crickets and a <laughs> no poopies on your hands, no poopies on your body. As long as you know, you can sort of potty train her not to poop on you, I guess. But that's uh, that's the tricks of the trade to raising a lizard, folks. Are there ways to discipline a lizard? Like, if the lizard does something wrong, can you discipline it in some way? Not exactly. You say no, bad. <laughs> Considering that it doesn't have ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with that's a bad idea. And its brain is smaller than the size of a pistachio. Uh, I would say no. No color changes for a week. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> you go to the other end of your bowl and think about this. <laughs> well, that's yeah. uh, that's very exciting, Tom. I'm glad to hear that you guys are raising a, a young together. That's, that's great. But yeah. I mean, another Star Wars reference. Wow. I think it's been awesome, and like you guys said, like it's a blossoming. I think, Mike, to your point, it's been an, it's been like the best opportunity possible to get to know my girlfriend. Honestly, it's so weird to think about because the time we spend together would probably be spread out over the course of months in comparison to what it's been over this past, what, six weeks? So happy, happy three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's what it feels like. It's, it's in a good way, you know? Relationship dog years. Actually. Yes. Lizard, lizard years. How much is a lizard year? Uh, Do they make it a year? I think Jesus. the chameleons are supposed We're to gonna... like five, five years is the average lifespan of a female veiled chameleon, which I possess. Interesting. That's, yeah, wow. that's longer than I would have thought, actually. Yeah, the guys live to ten years. Shit. 
Yeah, we thought ours was a guy until uh, we checked under the hood one day. Until he had a dick and balls, and then that was kind of it. Would that be really weird if chameleons just had, like, a very small version of human genitalia? Like a dog? They were like a dog. They just walked around with a... A red rocket? <laughs> just swanging in the wood. Well, it wouldn't be red. It would be whatever color it was. You're watching, like, Planet Earth, and they like it's the chameleon episode, and it sees one on the screen. <laughs> and it, yeah. The gay ones just have a rainbow. <laughs> it just turns rainbow. <laughs> oh god I love that well you all at home are very lucky you're getting a insight into one of the more weird conversations that we've ever had as a group looking into <laughs> lizard scrotums this is interesting yeah this uh, is I don't know if I like this <laughs> what, what do you mean you didn't have yours fixed no Tom just had his lizard circumcised but it <laughs> oh, <shit>. uh, <laughs> well um covenant, covenant with the chameleon god <laughs> Believe it or not, the topic of our episode today was actually relationships and, and quarantine, and we've somehow gotten to lizard scrotums. But I think uh, <laughs> hear more about relationships and quarantine. So, Pat, why don't you talk us through your situation? Are you are you dating? What what's going on? Uh, sure. I mean, definitely a, a unique situation for sure with these times. But yeah, no, I was seeing this girl. We went on a couple of dates beforehand. Um, so definitely the early makings, um, potentially for something long term, but. Um, yeah, and then we were kind of thrown into this situation. So, I mean, we've been definitely keeping in touch, um, FaceTiming a lot, um, to try to still kind of keep the connections and learning more about each other that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens after all this. Um, but definitely odd. So it definitely is more of a, uh, I don't know, unique situation. That is yeah. probably one of the deeper things I've ever heard Pat say. You know what? I, I'm every I'm like a broken clock, okay? Right, yeah, well that's fair. It's quarantine, our clocks are broken. But yeah, Pat's FaceTiming <laughs> is is substantial. It's adorable, other, is the right It's word adorable, for it. but the other night Pat was like, Oh, I'll be right back. I gotta go FaceTime. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I are sitting downstairs. We're like, oh, it'll be whatever. Were we watching something? Were we playing? We were something? watching something. I think we paused it. We're like, oh, Pat will be back in like a half an hour, 45 minutes. I don't even remember. And it was Clone. We were watching Clone Wars because, like I said, we watch a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, we watched and, like five episodes of Clone Wars. And then we drank. And we were sober when he left. And when he arrived back downstairs, we were not yeah. that yeah. at all. <laughs> and we just catch up. Well, yeah, that's why I kept giving you all the whiskey. Yeah, we did kill a lot of whiskey that night. That was, that was a whiskey night because had, we uh, drank all the brown and there was no more brown left. And then <laughs> very sad Mike ensued. Yeah, it was sad Mike. Then we sent Pat out to the store and he, uh, he picked up. Yeah, he picked up just like so much Jim Beam. Why? <laughs> if we have a handle of Jim Beam. I haven't spoken to Jim since college. <laughs> Jim and I had a hey, falling listen. out that involved a, a little bit of vomit. And it's a lot of vomit, actually. And I, I'm not going to drink it. You're going to drink it because it's an excessive no, amount of Jim. It is, it is, it's the biggest bottle of Jim Beam I have ever seen because well, I, I haven't cared so, to look for it. So if we're going to dr uh, drink the brown stuff on the reg during this situation, uh, you got to go, you got to go quantity, you know. Over quality? Not that, not that Jim Beam isn't very, the, the highest quality of. Evan um, Williams? Any sort of. Oh my God. Jesus. I, oh. I just shuddered. I shuddered when you said those two words next to each other that are also someone's name. Okay. So Tommy's muted. Okay. Um, <laughs> 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 we drank a handle of Evan Williams that time before Manhattan Madness or no before the the Iona game. Iona game. 
Oh my god, that was when it froze. It, the, the, it, yeah, that's how it froze. froze. Quickly, what? might I add. What? That's good. Like solid, not like slushy situation? Like, like solid. Whoa. It's syrup. That's, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, no. trust me, we know. Yeah. We Put all were... Pancakes. That's why I have a semicolon now. <laughs> <laughs> that, the fact that you used to eat like three burritos every day from the lock station. And, and uh, we had a dark period where we would just smash Everclear every weekend, which is Carl and I make jungle juice. Yeah, our jungle juice was disgustingly dangerous. Yeah, yeah Mike know, has tried so to make it several times. Handed out dental dams to all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to use protection. So that's what those are for? Is that what we've come full circle to realize that that's what it's for? I don't mm-hmm. know what they're for. I mean, unless you're going to build an actual dam out of them, I don't think they're very useful. <laughs> Wait, oh yeah. We didn't get the dam, though. We've been, we've, been, uh, we've been neglecting Dan. Dan's the token single guy right now, like fully. Yeah. What's going on? Tell us about the, the dating game. I guess you and Kyle. I was like, Kyle, too. Yeah, Kyle and I were kind of in the same boat, but I like Ooh. this book because you can give two different perspectives. Obviously, Kyle can speak to the, the gay community. and I The gay community. Speak. Right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I can speak from a heterosexual perspective. No, it's been interesting. I think Kyle could probably say the same thing as me. When you're kind of single in this time, you can't really meet people organically anymore because obviously it's with the potential of getting coronavirus and having a, a violent death, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, with that okay. said, I, I think the only way to really go about it is trying to be active on the dating app. So I'm trying to use Bumble and uh, Hinge as often as I can. It's also just fun because it also gives you kind of someone to talk to uh, throughout the process, you know, other than just your friends and family. It's kind of a new, fun experience. But one thing that I, I will say, Hinge, and I don't know if Bumble's doing it, but I know Hinge is doing it. They're trying to trial like a, a virtual date situation. So they allow you in the app to open up a video chat and be able to actually go on like a virtual date with the person via FaceTime, basically. So I did that with one girl like two weeks ago, and it was just an awful experience. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't imagine it being good, quite frankly. No, you know, she was perfectly nice. You know, we had a good conversation over text for a while, but once we got on video chat, it just was immediately super awkward. All that she wanted to talk about was just COVID and that just bummed me out tremendously. That was the first and last time I'll probably virtual face chat her. But Did you guys like do a date? Was it, you know, you sat down and you had food looking at each other or was it just the regular? (laughs) Did you open up uh, a a bottle of, of the nice white Zinvindel? (laughs) <laughs> oh, my a, bottle, a nice bottle of merlot for the uh the evening but no it, it honestly it just felt like it was a facetime like i was literally just like sitting on like my little beanbag here in my room it wasn't formal in any by any means so did you dress up i did not <laughs> I, that may that may was my first mistake maybe that's why she only wanted to talk about covid but i, uh, I was just like you, a maybe you can get away with your your tuxedo t-shirt maybe she wouldn't notice <laughs> that's true I, I probably could have done that but <laughs> that would have been funny i would have left dan was gonna be wearing that shirt uh that you buy on a beach vacation where it has your fake abs <laughs> on the front of it. <laughs> oh my god you work out yeah <laughs> all the time yeah, yeah. muscle shirt without the muscles that's that's the way to do it um that pretty much describes my vibe <laughs> i flexed and the sleeves fell off <laughs> Good flex. Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, like, uh, a question yeah, that's, about that's... the um, 
sorry, a question about um, the, the FaceTime, like how long do you like text or, or chat with them before you decide to set up an actual virtual date or do you guys just like jump right into it? I mean, I think it depends on obviously how the conversation's going. Like for me right. and this girl in particular, I think it was like four days that we were talking beforehand. So it was relatively, I don't know if it's considered quick or not, but I mean, you could literally like, you can send a message and then just go in right away. Like you have the option to do it as soon as you want. So it all just depends on, I guess, who the person is and what their approach is. So. Gotcha. I feel like it's gotta be something similar at least like the process of I mean I know I feel like I'm gonna sound terrible here but I definitely have like a process when I meet someone on a dating app like you talk to them for a little bit and then you're like hey this form of social media like Instagram or like hey and then maybe Snapchat and then like we get off and we use our numbers so I feel like there's got to be some kind of like similar point where like maybe if I was gonna sorry somebody just absolutely took a picture of something outside using flash and I, okay whatever um <clears throat> so i i don't know I, i'm not being surveilled by the north koreans i hope after that comment that we made earlier um yeah well, so i was wishing it's, her it's, well well go ahead sorry <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have the resources no they definitely don't um no so i guess I, to me i guess it would be like when we start to exchange social media then that would be a good time to go yeah, I think Carl kind of going off that. I think for me, I always like to get to the point where I feel like I'm comfortable giving the person my number. And that's that's when I would like either ask her out in person or in this case, say, let's get on video chat and talk. But mm-hmm. yeah, it all depends on the person, you know, what makes them comfortable. Yeah. So say you meet like another girl that you've talking to for a while and like you really like her. Would you consider doing one of these dates again? Or are you still going to try and keep it like a Snapchat relationship for the next, mm-hmm. for the time being? Well, to be honest, the... I mean, it was, like, fine. The quality was fine. I think if I were to do it again, though, I'd probably just, like, say, let's just go to text and FaceTime. It's probably easier that way. I don't know. I, I, I was always curious kind of how it works, so I just figured I'd, I'd try it. But, I mean, it's, it's also the only option right now. It's not like you can say, let's go meet at a bar. Like, you, you can't do that anymore, clearly. So You um, can drive to a parking lot and talk to each other, like, through the open car window like people <laughs> do now. Yeah, if you're local. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah you never true. know. You're, you're just probably still located in the city too, right? So you're probably picking up city chicks. Yes. I feel like this is all going to really kill the, at least for a couple months, this is really going to kill the dating app hookup game. I mean, it is going to, has already murdered. No, no, but when Grindr, right now we just, when Grindr tells you don't, don't go anywhere, you know it's bad. Because oh, that, yeah. <laughs> whatever they want, that app is made to have sex right now. And you know how, okay, this is a bit from a comedian but I'm going to co-opt it a little bit. His name is Mateo Lane. He's fantastic. Give credit. Here's, here's how, so Tinder is like a mile. Hinge is like, oh, they live here. I don't know how Bumble works because I, I don't know. But same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for Grinder, it, it tells you in feet if they're under miles, which is why, and I fully endorse this, uh, Mateo Lane wants it to be called Fruit by the Foot and not Grinder. And I'm, I'm here for it. But, but like when the app that tells you how many feet away the closest person is goes, goes, don't, don't do that. You know, it's bad. And, and I think it's crazy that like, they have to be like, Hey, like you can chat, but definitely like, don't meet each other. It's, it's, it's pretty funny actually. I'm, but I mean, I even like, after we come out of quarantine, when we're allowed to go out and about and like go to bars and whatnot in the you know, next coming months, I think people are still going to be really wary about, Oh, Hey, I met you on a dating app. Like I'm not going to show up to your place at, three in the morning unless you have a doctor's note 
<laughs> I think you um, underestimate the horniness of, of the average say, human being like, after this. I feel like um, that hasn't People stopped be, some of your the, rabbits. What are your, some of your most loyal constituents of that app? They're still, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they're still doing it. Full force. Yep. 100% full force. Oh, yeah, people are still out and about. Out, in, whatever, everyone. Sorry. That, would be a, that would be a great <laughs> idea for a dating and, show. And in again, then out. <laughs> in and out. That would be a great Love is Blind-esque dating show, right? Call it like, um, I don't know, call it the quarantine or something, or like self-quarantine. You know you have to quarantine for 14 days after you came from certain areas when you mm-hmm. get back to wherever you are, you're self-quarantined. You have people on like dating apps who don't know each other at all, like real love is blind or whatever, shout out to Netflix, then once they get there, they don't realize, but they are then quarantined with that person for 14 days after hooking up. And we just like some, some, what is that? Parent swap shit where they just give you a person for 14 days. Yeah. Parent swap. I think it was no parent swap. Wife swap. Wife swap. Wife swap. Wife swap. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. I was thinking of parent trap. I don't know. Shout out to Lindsay Lohan. Oh oh my God. she's She's the best. Honestly, seven or eight years old, thought there was thought there was two of her for a long time. Such, oh, such a role model, such a role model to everyone looking to get into the acting game and all uh, young women everywhere. And then own a hotel in Mykonos and make a ridiculous show about it, which I'm sure none of you have ever watched because please don't waste your lives. But I can report to you that it is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What her yeah. beach resort? No, the show. Have you ever seen the show? She has a show about her beach resort. I saw one episode because my little sister had it on, and I I left the room after that. Like I can't, I can't watch it. Flaming hot trash. It's... It was oh god, just maybe the worst television show I've ever seen. Same. Would I would definitely agree with that actually. Yeah, it's it's Horrible. not good. Now that we've finished trashing Lindsay Lohan. Uh, that's okay. Nobody cares. Everybody loves to trash Lindsay Lohan. We probably gained followers doing that. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, they, these guys also hate her. Oh, my God. Same. Like, I'm sure there's a podcast section for it. <laughs> it's a subreddit why I hate Lindsay Lohan. There's a subreddit for everything. Oh, I downloaded Reddit. I downloaded Reddit for the purpose of getting ahead of meme trends. So specifically Star Wars prequel memes because that's where they originate on reddit wow you actually just admitted that to the entire world i i'm not i'm not ashamed of that i fully downloaded it for that reason however since that anything that i've ever wanted to look up on google i've now just looked it up on subreddits and these are ridiculous the things that people will put on reddit they will put anything um yeah the other day what was chan it? almost it's like yeah, fortune but less murder yeah, yeah, less, less murder less, and like yeah. less selling humans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't less know. Of every we should have less, less trafficking. Of, yeah, definitely less human trafficking. Not as much as Grinder, though. <laughs> no, that's it. Okay, it's a little scary, honestly. Like you can tell, and I and I have definitely, uh, I've definitely like had experiences where you get a message from this account, and you're like, this picture was taken with a digital camera from like 2008, and you look like you're a fake like Russian bot. And it's always like the same type of conversation. They like definitely do like try to lure you into this. And I got to one point with one where I was like, oh, this is obviously like one of these fake like sex trafficking things. I love how I'm so casual about it because I'm used to it at this point. And I was like, oh, sex trafficking must pay well. And they blocked me. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. no, it's fucked up. 100%. It happens all the time. I just report the accounts every time. It's really crazy. It's like why you need to just like, I think it, it kind of brings up a little bit too what Mike was saying when like, people might not 
be as gung ho to hook up after this just because of the whole, you know, did you have it? Or do you have the antibodies? Yada, yada, yada. I think it, it definitely like makes you want to verify the person you're meeting up with like more so. So I, I, I think it definitely is going to have a huge effect on it. But I also think that judging by the amount of people that were in parks yesterday and sort of just all over the city, I, I don't think New Yorkers actually care <laughs> anymore. Uh, I think do. we're all a little fed up with it. At this yeah. Point. I mean, yeah, but like, I, would I don't agree. know. No, I would agree. I think everyone's fucking fed up. Like, you know, just going out and driving around here out on Long Island on Saturday, everybody was out like it was a regular weekend and you can just tell like people aren't wearing masks. They don't, they're not wearing gloves. And, you know, in terms of the frequency that they used to be, everyone's just, their gooses are cooked. Well, yeah. apparently you're not supposed to wear like your mask while you're driving because it, it like cuts down on breathing or it could make it harder to breathe. So they're, they don't really want you to wear masks when you're driving. Yeah, I saw that. That was like the lady we saw on the line for the grocery store. So we were on the line for the grocery store, Kyle and I, yesterday. And there was a woman who came out and she just had the mask like around her chin and her bottom lip. I hate that. Like, that doesn't do it. Like, you have to cover your full mouth and your nose. You so obviously understand that you breathe out of three total holes. One, where you speak, and the other is right above it. And germs tend to go into anywhere they can get in. So, and like, it's not just that woman. I I went for... bleach on my face. No, no, we were supposed to inject it. Obviously. Yeah, oh yeah, intravenously. No, you're yeah, supposed to smoke Lysol jewels. On Well, that's very effective in fighting COVID. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, I think it's, it's going to be an interesting uh, next couple of weeks, and like, especially in the dating world, the recovery from this to see how long it will take people to get back to just being like, I went to a bar, like, I decided to make out with this person and then I went back to their house. Like if your judgment is a little impaired, are you still going to be like, oh, I really shouldn't? Are you going to be like, I'm drunk and I want to go do sex. And I think it's going to be a lot of the latter. That's my, that's my prediction at least. I mean, I think you're okay as long as you're not eating ass according to the city of New York. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. Well, apparently the state of New York gives out dental dams, so you'll be okay. <laughs> Wait, Kyle, do you think that if um, your dating app had a FaceTime option like Dan's, would that make yours more safe, do you think? Or do you think people won't even use it? I actually don't even – I haven't really been paying much attention to, to, to Grindr or any of the apps lately because I'm very much of the opinion that a lot of the people – that I, you know, I don't want to make blanket statements because I'll piss off a lot of gays and that's not the army that you want against us, but they're a lot more flaky in general. And I really don't want to like develop something now and then have it just not be as good or like have the person not be able to see the, you know, hang out or not be into it at the end of the day. So I've, I've not really been paying attention. Grinder actually, hold on, let me look. You can video chat now, but. That's good. Knowing them. It's like you get 30 minutes and then you gotta, then they're gonna try to wheel you and deal you on paying for it. And this is another thing, maybe we can drag dating apps a little bit here. Grinder, which is like premium, where you can see more people and like the filters are better. And it, I'm, I realize I'm saying this to a bunch of heterosexual men, two of which I know I've shown my, the, the, like the interface. 
it's just a bunch of pictures basically and it's just by distance it's not like a tinder or a bumble or a hinge or anything like that it's 34 dollars a month for the premium version a Holy month shit. like what Hell who's no. paying for that no 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 and what are the advantages <laughs> you get like okay so i can only see 50 profiles i think i think you can see 600 you get to use a bunch of filters for like it's just gonna make the game sound worse but it's fine um height weight age race that's all like, important factors i don't think that makes us makes the guys sound bad at no all. the weight the weight thing is like because you can like specify by like every two pounds it's like yeah, I want someone that weighs 128 pounds. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Just like, give me a range, seriously. Well, what yeah. what is that 50 number by? Is that you can see 50 people by like is it a certain timeline or like what? How does that work? No, it's a uh, distance. It's all distance. Oh, I got, I got you. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's it's a weird it's a weird app. It's not a good place either. It's it's definitely like everyone's like oh like all oh, i feel like i, I don't want to again blanket statements but i hear a lot of straight people being like, oh tinder's like just for hooking up and i'm like <laughs> you don't even know the hierarchy of dating apps is so different between the straight and the gay community you we and have I, so many too you and I, I yeah you use. we have deep dove on this before where you do like the hinge is the upper echelons unless you're famous and you can use that like what's the other one like the league for the rich league. people oh, the league. you just have to go to an ivy league school <laughs> Well, it's that yeah, one. Yeah, it's all obviously. Yeah. There's one too that's only for celebrities yeah. and Instagram have personalities to, to hook up. You have to be verified on Twitter, I think, to and then be recommended by another celebrity or you know influencer to get onto it. So that's like the opera. That's that's the cream. That's not for us. We are all yeah. you know very no, average people. But peasants uh, but better work. Yeah, and then you got to do like I guess you go like, search, hinge, search. hinge, bumble, Tinder would probably be your. And then if you live in Alabama, there's like hot or not or whatever. I think that's still a thing. Or farmers only. The 90s. Yeah, hot or not was like computer based. I like how all the all the upper echelon apps all have to have some sort of slogan like Hinge is like, oh, the app designed to be deleted. Oh yeah. <laughs> like no, it's not. What, what is Tinder slogan? <laughs> I feel like grinders should just be. We know you're horny. Tinder's is just you horny, bro. Yeah, it's probably the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I found this out recently. Hinge and Tinder are the same company. Really? Really? What, owned by Facebook or some shit like that? No, they're owned by, it's like Tinder owns both and they spun Hinge off as like a more refined way targeted at oh, yeah. sort of people that like millennials like us in big cities like this as opposed to like, a, because obviously it shows that at least in, in New York, you see the neighborhood that you live in. Like it's not where you are. So well, as long as they have a filter, um, to filter out everyone who's not my astrological sign, then I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, that actually brings up an interesting point because I personally haven't tried it, but apparently Facebook has gotten into this dating app world, and I think it's built in within the Facebook app. It's like it's called Facebook Dating. So I have no idea how it works, but I hear it's similar to Tinder, where it's just like you swipe with pictures. But I, again, I don't need to have more of a reason to give Facebook my more of my data, so I don't see a need to try it, but. I know that they recently got into the game as well, so I have no idea where they would be. On the- it's probably just Zuckerberg wanting to be like. Eat your heart out, Zuckerberg. No, he's <laughs> no, he's sitting there like. Soon I will know how the humans date. I will understand relationships. And his little lizard, when he takes off his human skin, and he's really a lizard in the background. He will better understand human relationships. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I need to understand how they do this, because he's just fucking. I don't know. I don't like him. I don't like him either. Far from it. We yeah, he's. Like 
I feel like tech is another rabbit hole we could get into. We could do a Mark Zuckerberg is evil episode for sure and get an hour out of it without a doubt. He's technically one of my clients, so I always have to talk nice about him. No, that's fair. We have, yes. Him personally We won't let Pat say anything. Mm -hmm. So Pat doesn't get his company in trouble. They find out, yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't like that. Download Facebook. Oh my God. (laughs) For those of you who can't see, because again, as Kyle likes to remind us that podcasts are a visual medium. They are. Uh, Tom and Pat have been changing their backgrounds of their Zoom call consistently since this all started. It's been some real good ones. There was a naked Alex Jones from Tommy. Well, I, I want people to uh, know where I am. Kim Jong-un <laughs> from the interview. And right now... Uh, it's Jeb Bush in a sweatshirt from behind a tree <laughs> looking at you. Hard at Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's always watching. Remember that. And we could even say that because apparently someone's photographing things and I had to close my damn shade. Big brother, little brother Jeb. In this case, yeah, people are sleeping on people are sleeping on Jeb for this election. That's all I'll say. <laughs> it's a write-in threat. Okay, only with the libertarian. Let's go, Jeb. Please clap. Jeb is mess. Jeb is like those memes too. Those those memes where it just says it has, it's like the political map, like who's won, like what state, and yeah. then. It'll say, like, you know, Trump, Hillary with the last election. <laughs> and then all the states are yellow, with yellow being Jeb. And then you just see him, like, <laughs> with his arms stretched out. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, again, uh, you don't because you don't really know us. Uh, in college, especially during the 2016 election, a specific one of our roommates named Tom was obsessed with super deluxe videos uh, <laughs> in which Trump would harass Jeb Bush, Jeb Bush during yeah. there are yeah, versions of the debates where Trump would harass Jeb Bush in these and it would just cut back and forth to him flying around the screen in a uh PowerPoint-esque click and drag fashion. And he has a po- yeah. he's like, it's like, a, like a segue, like a segue podium or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb. Jeb is a mess. And then the air horn, of course. Can't forget the air horn. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a good like month Pat, of our lives. Do- Those videos were really they were fantastic. They were there it is. Yeah. Apparently, Super Deluxe no longer exists either, which sucked. What? Yeah. They probably just went their separate ways after the election, or or maybe they had creative differences, or they were bought by somebody. Who knows? Mm. Jeff, <clears> Jeff <throat> had another rabbit hole. So back to dating. Yeah, well, we've really. Really about all of them. <laughs> Jeb Bush getting wrecked in debates in 2016 after I mentioned how much Grinder costs a month. As in, we're, we're just all over the map. These are how our conversations normally go if you're listening at home. And we're having just a normal night when we're all drinking together. Our conversations just go 80 different directions. So happy to... God, imagine imagine how our friends must feel. Yeah, they must hate us. <laughs> they're, all, they're all in this room right both, now. Yeah, both of them. This is this is one yeah that is that's fair. Well, if I can make one final point about the dating apps, I'm just I'm curious. I don't know when they would release the data, but I'd be really curious to see how many people have actually tried to make use of the video aspects of these apps. I feel like I'm probably in a big minority of people who've actually tried it and not just down the FaceTime, but I'd be curious to see their numbers at the end. Of yeah, the- same. Yeah, no, honestly, and I want to put put this question out there uh, if this would reach your ears. And for those of you who haven't read the tabloid rags recently, uh, today we found out that Jay Cutler is getting a divorce from Kristen Cavallari, which I'm so sorry, man. 
but please let us know which dating app you're going to be downloading. I would like to know if you could write in or get in contact. Is that at, some at point Kristen now. or at Jay? Uh, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, no. We do have Kyle on this podcast too. Equal opportunity, sweetie. Yes. Who do you think's going to win custody? That's all. Who do you think's going to win custody at the Cutlets? Definitely not him. <laughs> I think with that, I think that will wrap things up for our dating conversation even though we went off like it's in 80 different directions i think we, we were able to at least get a good understanding of where everyone's at in terms of their relationships and how we're dealing with dating and isolation so i think that that's good so i think for our last segment of the day here we're going to pass things back to pat because as we all know pat is you our history buff with the group and he's just got some great great little factoids for us to to get us through the the rest of the the evening and the rest of this week so pat i sure do you got for us okay awesome so um i did some i did some digging today guys um well first of all welcome if you're new to the show pat's facts are a real or uh, a real interactive segment here that we have so um actually so the first one i have for you guys is today and today we're doing this recording on uh what is it the 20 26. 26th. 26th. Oh, man. Sorry, days, are, days aren't real. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so on this day, back in 1986, the Mets won the world. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was that year, though. Um, yeah, that year. But yeah, the, the, we did. The it's easier to remember two disaster. times. <laughs> Moving on. Plenty of teams don't have any, okay? But anyway, the Chernobyl disaster took place. So the first... Um, explosion of the the nuclear reactor plant happened i guess i think it was early in the morning uh, like one or two a.m we still talking about the mess besides the point that's <laughs> are in fact that's are in fact a nuclear disaster <laughs> people are still dying from the fallout Mets fans everywhere well anyway um so we, we did receive a, a fan question based on on, on this fact if, if you'll let me get into it real quick Go ahead. um yeah so, so the fan question, question is for? obviously um, it's just general, open for discussion. So just, we're, we're going to go through it real quick. So obviously the Chernobyl disaster caused a lot of death, not only death, but also some pretty drastic mutations out there, pretty gruesome. So the question we have today is, if you were a mutant, how likely would you guys be to live in a sewer with your sensei and fight crime? Is this because like you're I'm watching Hulu and they have the ads for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> movie? Oh, what's, don't, don't say the name. <laughs> they're not mutants like why did you refer to x-men they are they're definitely mutants. Mutants. They're mutants. They're mutants. They're mutants in the fucking name what is yeah, wrong with you mutant teenage mutant ninja turtles. turtles mike you have you now have three strikes, yeah. That's three strikes. <laughs> you know what you lose pat to answer your question you i would 100 percent join Please. them why would you not i'm with carl Mm. fight some fucking crime i actually own multiple pairs of nunchucks too so that that's it's only it's only fair that i do it that's another episode entirely that is self-defense Carl yes. 101. Tommy actually can't be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle because pizza is gluten. Um, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Mutation uh, turned him into a turtle, but it didn't fix his gluten intolerance. So sad. <laughs> no, Carl, to your point, so accepting, obviously, Pat's challenge there. So would you fight crime dressed as a Ninja Turtle, or would you have to do it in the Rex Quando outfit? I feel like... That's more your, your speed. Bow to your oh my god. <laughs> Probably definitely the Rex Kondo, because I do have the outfit. I, I was Rex Kondo for Halloween. Yeah, I got most of the gear, so I'm just waiting for this mutation to happen. Probably <laughs> three payments of $800. <laughs> so for any of you at home who 
have lived under a rock and have never seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite, Rex Guancho is the top ranked martial arts instructor, I would say, in, in the world. And he's clearly in, at least in Idaho. Idaho and is part of this movie. So if you haven't seen his part of the movie, it's fantastic. Yeah, I would hope you would see it because Napoleon Dynamite is, in my opinion, one of the greatest movies of all time. But it's part of the culture. Question for another day. If you have listened to our podcast and you have not seen Napoleon Dynamite, what are you doing with your life, bud? How did you find us? Please yeah, unfollow. Did... Please unsubscribe. <laughs> we don't watch. Yeah, we don't want your patronage. Get though. No, they're wrong. We want you to listen. All right. Well, on that, Pat, what is your second factoid of the day? Ooh, do, do we have time for one more? Ooh, yes. We do. do. We have to be quick. Um, okay, really quick. So today was also the day that uh, Nelson Mandela, you guys might have heard of him, he was elected uh, president of South Africa in the first, um, I guess, election post-apartheid there. Um, big moment for him, obviously. But um, so we did get we did receive a question on this, though, as well. And that was, oh, oh, this is a good one. Who looks more like Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela or Morgan Freeman? Wow. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Who sounds more like Nelson Mandela? Looks. Yes. Looks. I think Morgan Freeman is the only answer. I think he's the answer to a lot of questions. Yeah. And one of them is uh, whose voice is velvety smooth? Morgan Freeman. Yes. Uh, who do I want to be God? And if I show up in heaven and Morgan Freeman or God doesn't look and sound like Morgan Freeman, I'm, I'm going to be a little pissed. Disappointed. I'm yeah. going to be very annoyed. <laughs> if you believe in the traditional Christian uh, Trinity, God, who's to say that Morgan Freeman and Nelson Mandela are not two of the three persons? Sure, be very one of Which one of Morgan Tom, Freeman? Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> My no, I feel like I feel like Samuel L. Jackson would have to be the Holy Spirit. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Like Nelson Mandela would be God, right? And then Morgan yeah, Freeman fair. would be like Jesus God. And then yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's like the enforcer. He'd be the Holy <laughs> Spirit. <laughs> uh, listen, this is a trinity that I can get behind. There's no, there's no uh, Jeff Bridges in there or anything like that? Now nah, he's like Michael the Archangel, and he just goes around and fucks with people when God's like, yo, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Do my, my name is Jay. <laughs> Would he Go be, fuck up though, that like, Satan guy. We're talking, we're talking uh, Jeff Bridges, uh, Jeff, um, Jeff Bridges from, uh, what's that movie? About yeah, Big Lebowski, or are we talking about Jeff Bridges from... He plays the, the same stoner in every movie, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's a cowboy no. in one movie. Yeah, he's he a plays a cowboy. I'm movie. trying to think of what movie. Uh, I can't remember. The Men Who Stare at Goats. The Men Who Stare at Goats. No, that's there's no cowboys in that movie. They're in the They're in. Aren't they in the West somewhere? In some no, they're in Area 51. No, that's Hateful Eight. No. No, no, well, no not the Jeff Bridges one. Jeff Bridges one. It's like a remake. He has to rescue this girl. I've, I forget it. Haley we'll, we'll Come on, Dan. You should know this. It is Haley Steinfeld. Yes. She's got yeah. one arm. Haley Steinfeld, who um, had the oh, wait, uh, it was 15 boxes of, of oh, um, purses to our True apartment. Grit. True Grit. True. Was it True Grit? It's the remake of True Grit, yeah. And oh, and Matt, uh, Matt, Matt Damon makes Matt a, Damon. Uh, is a Texas Ranger and not like the shitty baseball one. Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. He, talk, he, he, he talks the part, too. He, he goes like, oh, I'll tell you what. I have half a mind. Or... <laughs> pretty much, that's pretty much I'll everyone. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Should we, right, should well, this? yeah. I, uh, Pat, anything else for us? Or was that, uh, was that all from you? No, no that's it. Um, but uh, I, I would implore people to keep up on their history. Uh, send questions. 
Um, Where can they yeah. send questions? Straight, straight facts over here. Uh, you can just send it to the uh, podcast Instagram or, or Twitter handle. Um, yeah, DM us. We like we like when you slide in our DMs. Yes, we we will have the We're, social media information soon. Don't don't the, worry. We'll have it in the uh, in the link yeah. in the bio. Of the any sort of yeah, any sort of alternative bio. history questions. Also send me my way or hypothetical. Well, on um, on that note, I think it's time for everyone's closing <laughs> statement of the episode. We're going to give everyone one sentence to wrap up our conversation today and either leave you with some good advice or just a, a thought on, on today's conversation. So we're going to start with Carl. Carl, floor is yours. Hope everyone has a good night. Wow, that, that, that felt heartfelt and, and genuine. Thank you, Carl. I hope you have a great night, too. So we're going to go to Tom now. Tom, what do you got for us? Always take the dental dam if, if you have the option. Yes. Sage words. <laughs> what flavor? <laughs> Banana. <laughs> God. Specifically the banana that people put condoms over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pat, what do you what do you got? What what are your final words? Uh, nothing much. Thanks for listening, guys. Um yeah, tweet us, Instagram us, yada yada yada. Kyle. Well, uh <coughs> it's been fun and uh we'll we'll see you next week. And finally, Mike, go ahead. Uh I started us with a question, but can you have sex? Question mark. I don't know. Can you? Wow, that's uh, quite the way to, to end things here. So that'll do it for episode three. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe. And please feel free to share the podcast with any of your friends who could use a good laugh. And in the meantime, please stay healthy, stay safe. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Sponsor my OnlyFans. Yep, Mike's OnlyFans. Yep. Peace out. <laughs>